Hey y'all, I'm Ashley. And I'm Hunter. And this is More Than Alive. Where we explore what it means to live a connected and intentionally balanced life. We hope that through thoughtful conversations between ourselves and others, that we'll continue to learn more about how we can thrive in a modern world cluttered with confusion and distraction. We're excited to have you join us on this journey. Welcome back to the More Than Alive podcast. So Ashley, what made you feel alive this morning? All right. So I'm a big, big music fan, and I've been really into Morgan Wade recently. So she's a country star. No, Morgan Wade. She (laughs) is a country star blazing path of her own. And she had an album come out a few months ago called Reckless. um, And... I have just been really, really into it lately. I got into it a few months ago, and I've been into it um, in the past few days, and I was listening to it on the way here, and her lyrics and also the melodies and the way it's produced. Um, Sadler, the um, he is in Jason Isbell's band or whatever. He's her, he's her producer, and um, they really created an awesome album, and listening to mm-hmm. her on the way here made me feel alive. So yeah. shout out to Morgan Wade. What about you? What made you feel alive this morning? So I'm going to take a little bit of a different turn with this one, but uh, I woke up this morning and stubbed the shit out of my toe. <laughs> yeah, it it didn't it didn't feel good at all. Um, and it was like the first thing. Like, you know how like when you wake up in the morning and you're kind of like groggy, like you're you feel like you're just going on autopilot, like you're you're trying to like get over to like grab some water or something, and you're just going. I was just like so kind of out of it, and then I stubbed my toe, like literally kicked. <laughs> the shit out of my bed frame. Like I turned back and just nailed it. And as soon as that happened, I literally just like felt like I was being attacked. I like woke up and was like, what's going on? And I was in so much pain. It like it killed. But yeah, I don't know. Something as simple as that is just like, okay, yeah, like you, I can feel pain. Like I'm alive. Like we're starting the day. Like here we go. <laughs> yes. I love uh, it. Looking for a little bit the different, beauty. I know, but no, that shit hurt. you're looking for the beauty and in, in the pain, right? Um, all right, guys. Well, we're going to get into this episode. So this episode, we're going to talk about life off of Snapchat, off of Instagram, <laughs> like life without sharing it on social media, but also even like through pictures or whatever we're gonna talk about our life like itself living <laughs> through the lenses of our phone yeah so i kind of want to take us back first and i have a question for you mm-hmm. do you remember the days before we had cameras around us all the time like yeah. because we we're kind of that borderline like i'll let you answer first mm-hmm. but like i do remember like we were pretty young when cameras were introduced so i want to hear more about like your childhood without cameras or did you have cameras like most of your childhood i don't know what did that so, look like for you uh, okay i'll start when i was like really young and then i'll also mention like when i saw the transition and so what it is now when i was like younger i do remember my parents having like a camera like a legit like nixon like type oh. camera oh yeah that would go the, the camera recorder or just a camera What's Do you remember the, the big camera recorder? Like, where oh, you held like the one hand, hand, you put yes. it in the hand, and, and then you're like, you look like you're doing like an MTV around. video. Yeah, so that's my first memory of like a camera or like of like doing something mm-hmm. and then being able to like watch it back. Yeah, I, it's actually funny you said that because one of my first memories with that is I used to be like really into skateboarding when I was younger. I wasn't good, but like I would always drive my skateboard around like everywhere in the driveway, all this, but I would set up that camera and like hit record. And I'd like try doing tricks and like I'd go back and rewatch it. And like 
just the thought of like, oh my gosh, like that's me doing it yeah. on video was like so new and it was something that we're like, weren't used to. But yeah. now you look at it and it's like, okay, like who's recording me doing this now? Like it's just such a normal <laughs> just on our thing. Phones. It's just in our pockets. But, so, but I think yeah. then, and we'll get into this more, but I think that like YouTube didn't exist when you were making those videos, right? No. Like it was still on the it old just, camera recorder. So that's what I want to talk about is like capturing things and then having the option or the obligation, maybe you feel or anxiety to share with others. Mm-hmm. Cause like, yeah, maybe you ran in and showed your brothers or your mom. You're like, mom, yeah. look what I just did. But like, you didn't think about sharing it with thousands of people. No, I didn't think about going viral. That's that wasn't sure. an option. That wasn't a thing. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And it's amazing how quickly that changed. I will, I'll never forget. Like, so I remember the first time I ever was exposed to Instagram and it sounds funny saying that, like, my life was forever different. But, like, it kind of was for all of us, like, how much it changed. I remember I was at, uh, I think it was, like, some, it was, like, uh, maybe it was a, a football game or it was some game where I was at with some other kids my age and we were just kind of hanging out and watching it. And I remember this girl who was next to me, she was on her phone and she's like, hey, did you, like, download that, like, Instagram and it was like back when like it was like the logo was like just like a brown and tan camera. Oh yeah, I can see and it now. And she was like, "Have you like did you download this?" And I was like, "No, like what is that?" And like at that point, Instagram was so different where literally all it was, I don't even know if they had captions. You literally just uploaded like a photo. And like that was it. And I remember being like, like what's the point of this? Like you're just going to like just put like what are you trying to be a photographer and like just keep track of yeah, everything? Yeah, like you didn't get it. Like it didn't make sense to you. It like didn't up make until sense. that moment it was just like wait, what do you mean? Actually, I will say though Facebook was around before then. Yeah, no Facebook was. Did you was. use Facebook? Uh actually, you want to know the truth? I'll be completely honest here. When I was younger, I got a Facebook. I was like probably way too young to have a Facebook. Yeah. Um but I got it and I I I think there was like there was like one kid who like we we I'd, I was friends on Facebook with like some of the kids I was at school with who yeah. had Facebook accounts, and I remember this one kid who like we didn't get along when I and this was like when I was like really young, but we didn't really get along and like we was kind of like being mean to me at school or whatever like that and I would say some stuff back to him and there was this girl that was in school that we would like kind of fight over and like we were both like really interested in. And I remember like he said something to me on Facebook and I like messaged him <laughs> back and said like you're a loser. Or I said no, no, no. Straight up, you like, probably wrote You're a on jerk. his wall. It wasn't I, even. There was no message. It was like and I'll never writing on the my wall. My dad, because it was. Hey, we also we didn't have our own computers. It was like we had one family computer, <laughs> and everything was on it. So I don't You're think I exited out of the window, and like my dad or someone got on the computer. And they looked at like like what was up, and it said like oh like new message to so and so, and it says like yeah well well you're a loser this and that, and I don't know why I did it. I just was young and dumb and not thinking about it. And I'll never forget my dad being like, "You are not responsible enough to have this social media platform." <laughs> so he made me delete Facebook, and then for like honestly a good probably like six, seven, eight years, like I didn't use it until like recently. I'm getting back on it because obviously there with our professions and like. With being a trainer, being a coach, and having an online business, and this, like you, you have to. It's you have to use that stuff nowadays. There's no way around it. Yeah, and I don't want to. Like, I want to have a whole other episode about like more like social media and yeah. how we use it, and how how to have a healthy relationship with it, how to use it to grow a business, all mm-hmm. that. But I think, well, you know, we're gonna mention it a lot today because it's important. But what I really want to talk about is like experiencing something and then sharing Mm -hmm. it. So I think where Facebook was different because Facebook was around before Instagram, but Facebook, at least the way I used it was I would upload typically an album, like 
a week or two after something happened or a month after something happened. Or yeah, like, like I went on a summer album, 2017, yeah, it wasn't 2016. Like, it wasn't so much that instant. But yeah. now, you know, fast forwarding, like, and and then when Instagram rolled around and when Snapchat stories did and everything like that, that was the beginning of this like instant share. Like, what am I doing right, yeah, right now? now? I'm going to post it right now. We didn't really like do that so much on Facebook. Like I'm the so, first to like this post because it just went out. Yeah. 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 Like that or like I'm eating this. We're going to come back to this, but like what mm-hmm. I'm eating and I'm going to share it right now. So that is what like the difference was like, cause you and I, I think grew up with kind of like cameras, video cameras and like, yeah. I, you, you know, I, I do remember making like music videos with my friends on those camera recorders and stuff like that. And even once we did get Macs and having like photo booth and all that, but there wasn't an impulse or an instinct to share it right away. And I think that's the biggest difference. Like we still experienced those moments before, um, yeah. Before sharing it. And things have really ramped up in the past few years and it's just hard to do anything without someone capturing it if it's not yourself. Yeah. And we went from doing like recording things like that to because we truly just enjoyed it and it made us happy and we wanted to, you know, record ourselves doing things to then transitioning into like, I want to get other people's approval or I want to look like I'm like this or that. So there was a big shift in like what like we're, what we're talking about from doing it just for the pure enjoyment of, you know, I want to watch myself do this or that. And this is so cool because I can record it to like, okay, I need to record this so other people see what I'm doing. Like, I don't feel like I ate this. I don't feel like I worked out if I didn't post that. And our industry sometimes can can be the worst offenders of it. Um, oh, like yeah. Constantly posting food they're eating or the workouts they're doing. And hey, we both do it because, you know, it's a, it's a necessary for what we're doing. But at the end of the day, there's so many people that do it just because they want to almost appear to other people like they're being healthy or they're doing this, they're doing that. Yeah. And what I really want listeners and you and I to be reminded of is experiencing things because they make you happy, not because they make others happy, like you just said. Mm-hmm. And not feeling like you have to share mm-hmm. everything you do with everyone. And that's the biggest misconception misconception about social media is you think you know everything that everyone that someone is doing the whole time like subconsciously like i have like people will say to me oh i saw what you ate or something the other day it looked good or um i'll mention i worked out or something and someone's like you didn't post that you even go there i didn't know you went to that gym or whatever and i'm like yeah because i don't like, whoa, their perception of me is literally what I post on my story and my Instagram. And then they think that they know everything. Mm -hmm. But what I've found, especially to value in these past few years, is to hold those moments of different experiences, whether it's the smallest thing like going on a walk. Yeah, sometimes maybe we'll post that. But Usually I don't, and that's because I want that experience to be mine. And so I was listening to a podcast yesterday. Um, do you know who Rachel Demita is? She's uh, like a um, sports so. personality, social media person. Hmm. She had like a show on 2K. You an know Asian that influencer. Basketball? Yeah, kind of. But um, anyways, she's dating an NBA player. And she was, I guess the interviewer was asking like, Hey, you never post with him. You never, you're in this really tight circle of NBA players and you never post about it. 
And she said something so simple that stuck with me. She was like, yeah, because that's for me. Like, I keep that for huh. me. But that's on her Instagram, really cool look at it. She, it, it seems, if you didn't know, because if I go to her Instagram, if I hadn't listened to this podcast, like, I didn't know. She was dating an NBA player. I didn't mm-hmm. know she was really involved in that world, really, besides professionally, because she does do some sports hosting or whatever. But, like, if you look at her Instagram, you think that she's showing you her whole life because she says what she eats, what she does, whatever. But there's this whole other mm-hmm. part of her life that she's intentionally not showing. And I love yeah, what she said. Intentionally she was like, not showing. Yeah. She was like, because that's for me. And I'm keeping that for me. Yeah. And there's something special to be said for just really being in the moment and being present. And I think that's, it, it was a lot easier for us to do that before we had the need to kind of post everything we're doing because just say you're, wa- you're watching a sunset, like you can sit there and be in the moment and really absorb that memory with the senses. Like, what do you see? How does it feel? What does it smell like outside? Like just what, like these things that we really can get close, the things that we can really absorb by just being in the moment and not have the distractions of like, oh, I need to record this or, oh, there was glare on that photo or, oh, this is shaky or there's so many other things that like, shouldn't, we shouldn't be worried about. Like there's some great things that we experience on a day-to-day basis. And I think that has a, a plays a big factor in how we remember things as well. Like I, I personally believe that with this younger generation that's growing up with phones from the very beginning and taking pictures and recording, that they're going to have struggles mem- remembering things without the you know without Snapchat memories or without their phone. Like I do think that there are a lot of really strong memories that I have in my life from experiences that I could again feel back in that with the senses of what it felt like, what it smelled like, what it what it looked like, all this stuff. And I think that now with everyone being caught up on almost, okay, let me just take a picture and save it. Like almost like downloading it to like a hard drive, like you have it. But like, are you, re- do you really have that memory that you can go back to? Yeah, I, I think I'm really guilty of that with sunsets, like you just said. <laughs> like I always want to capture Golden hour, it. golden hour, here and we every, go. Yeah, I'm like, I... Most of my phone is like pictures of dogs and sunsets and food. But with the sunsets, I'm like, oh, I just want to remember this. I want to remember this. But then you look at the picture and you're like, doesn't even look as good as it does yeah, right now with my eyes. Sucks. But I'm still taking a picture of it. And I usually, especially if it's the ocean, like I post that a lot too. I'm just like, ah. And, and that is like not out of any bad intention or anything I'm doing wrong. But... I would probably enjoy the moment more. Yeah. If I just leave my phone in the car, walk out to the beach. I was about to say that. If you intentionally just leave your phone. So you don't have the urge to be like, oh, where's my phone? Exactly. So I have a story for you. So um, I know I've mentioned a few times on here. Oh, I did at the beginning of this episode that I'm a big country music fan and I'm a big Eric Church fan. Respect. Um, I think. Um, But I'm a big Eric Church fan. And a few years ago, I went and saw him uh, in Dallas. I was living in Dallas at the time, American Airlines Center. And um, during his song, These Boots, um, you hold up one of your boots and you're singing along. Everybody is. It's just, you know, many Eric Church fans out there. You you know what I'm talking about. I won't bore y'all. But during that song, uh, one night, it was actually back-to-back shows, um, Friday and Saturday night, and it's called the Double Down Tour. Anyways, okay. During one of the nights, I was holding on my boot during these boots, and I wasn't on the floor or anything. I was on, like, just the kind of, I guess— General admission? No, not general admission. Just, like, one of the first, like, sections, but I wasn't on the front row or anything. Swear to God, he pointed at me, 
and said, I'm not kidding. And this That's is in sick. American Airlines Center. Like, there are thousands of people in there. What? Swear to God. He pointed at me. And I know right now you're probably thinking, yeah, you pointed at you, whatever. No. Mm. Then he said, you in the white dress come down here. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Wow. And so I ran down and I didn't bring my phone with me. And I am so thankful I didn't. Oh, I was trying to say, I thought you were pissed and you're like, I got to go no. back. <laughs> no, I'm so thankful I didn't because wow. I, so then I basically stood down kind of closer to him. I threw my boot to him. He asked for my boot. He held it during the song, signed it, threw it back to me. Hmm. He was kind of like singing, I guess, the song a little bit to me, like I was right there. And I soaked in every moment of that experience. I didn't even have my phone in my hand. I was staring at him the whole time and trying to like really just be like, I mean, this obviously, is happening. yeah, I mean, it felt like a dream anyways. And I don't hmm. know what the like initial instinct of was to not bring my phone. I think maybe I genuinely thank God didn't have my phone in my hand and just like ran down, but I'm so glad I didn't. And, and one of my friends that was standing nearby, um, got a video of it. So like I have that, yeah. but I never watch it. I never watch it because, and it's probably on YouTube somewhere. Actually, <laughs> I, I should look that up, but I soaked in that moment of being so close to one of my biggest, like like fan yeah. uh, I don't know what he is to me but like I'm, I'm a huge fan of his lyrics of yeah. his music of everything and he has changed my life and wow. having that moment of like staring at him and and being really stuck in the money I'm, I'm just so mm -hmm. glad and like I think back on that a lot of the times when I'm tempted to bring my phone into a fun um, experience or something like that and like think back to how grateful I am that I really was able to experience that. And mm -hmm. I do remember it. I remember it more than I think I would than if I had my phone in front of me because I've seen so many videos of like people meeting famous people and just meet, not even saying, hey, saying, can I get a picture or just yeah. having their phone in their face? And yeah. like, I knew that I think like, <laughs> not to geek out too much, but <laughs> Eric Church is like about more like human connection and yeah. everything. And like, I think I am Absolutely. too. So I didn't want to put that phone barrier in between us. And because that's what it is, a yeah. barrier. It it's a is. barrier. Like, you know what I hate? What? I hate what Snapchat did to funny experiences. Because when something hmm. funny happens around some of my friends, instead of like rolling on the floor laughing, raffle, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> they're filming it. Yeah. <laughs> or if you fall, <laughs> or they're do that again. It. I didn't get that on video. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> like, oh, can you reenact that? That was super funny, but everyone has to see it. Because that's just fake. And like why Ugh, like that just takes you out of the experience of like really having a joyful moment with your mm -hmm. friend and that what you just said is a point I want to really hit on it's like being able to experience these things with not just your followers but people that you're actually in the moment and experiencing it with like there's something super cool about the connection that you can have with someone when you've both experienced something and like going back to that um, NBA player and like his girlfriend or are they married or does it, I don't even know if it really matters, but <laughs> anyway, like going back to that, it's like being able to share an experience with someone that is kind of un unique to, to just you two. And maybe it's more people, yeah. but there's something to be said for what that creates in terms of connection and stuff as well. Yeah, I agree. And I think a big time when I've experienced it and seen it is with travel. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'm going to brag on my sister really quickly. And I know she's listening to this for sure, but <laughs> she um, travels a lot and she's awesome and way cooler than I am. But 
True. She this past summer. <laughs> I don't have to agree with that. Um, this I think it was in August. She um was trying to get she has friends in Norway and was trying to get there, but because COVID they were still shut off. So she had a connection through a friend of a friend in Denmark, in this small island in Denmark. I think it's called Eru. I'm probably butchering that. Sounded good. She went <laughs> She is so cool. She went and lived on this island off in, in Denmark for two months and had this whole life. She was the only American on the island, as far as she's aware. There's like a couple hundred people, I think, even on it. And yeah. She didn't post about it once. I'm not kidding. She didn't post about it. Well, it, then it didn't happen. <laughs> Picture didn't happen. <laughs> and that's the narrative that I want to get away from or like, I don't even know how to undo it. And, and like, it's hard to undo it. That's the biggest thing is I don't know if there's an answer to that. Like, it's almost like we have to individually value it, like that it's important for us to just have that experience. And I think I we have to just, change. Yeah, I think we should have to do it. Like, I love like uh, doing things and not telling people about it. And that's what like, but I really, really struggle with it. And I think a lot of people listening to this and a lot of people our generation struggle with it. So I lately, after like my sister did that and like I did go on some trips in high school through Moondance Adventures, um, which was awesome all over the world. And we didn't have our phones um, available. And so I got kind of practice with that of like doing a long trip in a foreign place or whatever and not being able to just post it, which was awesome. But even in my day-to-day life, I'm trying to make it a habit. And that's mm-hmm. where I want to come back to like our industry yeah, specifically. Or just, I guess, an Instagram culture right now is like going, going to, going to a concert, like a small concert at like yeah. a cool bar or something, and not posting it. Or the food thing. I think the food thing. Or like with active stuff. Like whenever I do yeah. have that, I brought up that um, example of someone saying like, "Wait, you go to that gym? I didn't even know." But like. I have very, very intentionally been trying to work out more and not post it in the past yeah. few months. Wow. Do you struggle with that? Well, it's kind of sometimes for me, I even feel just with the business thing, I'm almost sometimes trying to do the opposite. Sometimes, like for me, working out is my time where I normally don't record it, don't have to do any of that. It's like I can do what I enjoy doing and I can really be in that moment. Honestly, I think sometimes I'm doing actually the exact opposite because of what we're doing. I'm trying to almost get more videos, but maybe that's something that I have to really consider and be like, Every day we're starting to lose, like we said, like that own internal experiences that we're having. And it's like everything's on camera. So even though I've been trying to honestly record more of my workout stuff recently because I just kind of need to for for our business and what we're doing, maybe that's something that I have to make a priority to not do. Because it's like if I lose that, then like what else in my life am I going to lose from having that unique experience of not recording it? And I think it's okay to think about it. I think that's kind of how I want to like wrap up in these next few moments is discuss how we can implement this more mm-hmm. in our lives and um, try to help those listening implement it too. And I think that what you just said is like, is thinking about it and being more intentional and, and it shouldn't sound silly. Like I am going to a concert next Friday and I'm saying right now to myself, like, 
I don't want to post there. I don't even want to be on my phone at all. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm front row at Eric Church, I'm going to post a picture of that. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't want the phone screen in between us. But that's just an example. Like, I'm going with a friend and I really want to, like, soak in, like, those experiences, look around me and everything and not post an Instagram story about it. And, like, it's okay to, of yeah. course. And I'm going to keep posting my food and my workouts some. Mm-hmm. But I want to be more intentional about when I get the urge to post it, maybe, maybe in that moment, be like, mm, nope, this mm-hmm. meal is for me. And I'm not yeah. telling anybody I had it. Even if it's the most amazing <laughs> looking pancakes, yeah. I'm not telling you. I'm not and showing it. I love that. I think for me, the one thing I'd love to kind of leave with our listeners is when like, there, there is nothing wrong with sharing things with other people. And the world we live in, it's going to be digitally a lot of the times and it's going to be on social media. And but, it's so great to share and connect. Yeah, but try to think about putting out content and things like that that are going to be of value rather than for validation. So I I believe that if you're doing something because you want to get validation for doing it, keep that to yourself. You should be the only one that really gets that validation from it. But if you want to do something because you want to add value and share with other people, that's when the benefit of social media and stuff, which we will get into eventually in other episodes, really can come because it is amazing that we do have the opportunity to connect and share with so many different people. But I think today was this episode was a great way to just look at where that can go wrong. So again, focus on value instead of validation. Yeah. And like that, that instinct almost to share and get the likes or get the replies Mm -hmm. or like even share in a group chat about something you did. I don't know, maybe just like keep it for yourself. Keep your memories, experiences, moments, some of them for yourself. You don't have to share them all. Mm-hmm. And I think in this society, we've been, it's been hammered into us to, to share it all or make it seem like you're sharing it all. Yeah. Um, but I just hope this is a good reminder. And I hope that y'all have enjoyed listening to this and maybe you'll go do something and not tell anybody about it. <laughs> Whether it's an island in Denmark or it's yeah. just going to a cool bar alone. Do it for yourself, not for others. Exactly. All right. So wrapping up, I have my dare for you, Hunter. All right. Um, I dare you to go out with your friends, do something. doesn't have to be like out, out to a bar or uh-huh. something. Like go do something, maybe play golf or something and not bring your phone. Don't even bring it. I know it can be like a safety thing. Like sometimes like you probably don't want to go on on airplane mode. No, leave it in your car. Leave it. Leave it at home. I remember going to a restaurant a couple summers ago. (laughs) This is such a stupid small example. I went to a restaurant with like 10 of my friends. Um, We were doing like a graduation thing and I left my phone at home and it felt really weird. But I was like, I don't need it. I don't need it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I got to soak in the moments with my friends. Sweet. So I'm challenging you to do that and maybe tell me Great. about it in person Deal. after I see you. You don't even have to text me about it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. I'll send you a picture of what I did. No. Just kidding. It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and we will see y'all next time. Yeah. Talk soon. Bye, y'all. The More Than Alive podcast is brought to you by our awesome team, producer Addison Anthony, recording and mixing engineer Dries Vandenberg, music by J.D. Moon and Taylor McDonald, and your hosts, Ashley Anthony and Hunter Fascinero.